We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darling. How are you on this exquisitely beautiful day? I hope you're feeling at home inside of yourself and comfortable, safe, solid, and secure. So today I want to talk about why we want what we want. So I've heard it said and believe it's true. The only reason we want anything is because we think we'll feel better in the having of it. I think for a lot of years, I wanted what I thought I wanted because of external reasons. And I hadn't really considered that until a friend of mine once asked me, Tammy, why are you doing what you're doing? What are you trying to prove and to who? And I realized I wanted what I wanted to essentially prove to my fathers that my father, my stepfather, that I was good, that I was smart, that I was worthy. I was trying to prove to my mother that I'd made it. I guess on some level, I was trying to prove to God that I deserved his love. I was trying to prove to myself that I wasn't stupid, that I was kind, that I was good, that I deserved to be in a physical body. Oh, how much time I wasted proving and doing and trying to get because of external sources. When my girlfriend asked me that, what are you trying to prove and to who? It really kind of shook me up and I really spent some more time sitting with my my inner reality, my inner self. I settled into my heart and asked myself, what do I really want? Not because of doing, not because of proving, not because of anything or anyone outside of myself. What is it that I really, really want? And what I came to was, I wanted to live an open-hearted life. I want to live a life of beauty and connection and creativity and celebration. I want to relax. I want to enjoy the journey. So this changed everything for me. I set very different intentions from that point on. I set intentions to live a life of divine connection, of peace, of beauty, of magic and of love. Instead of trying to acquire and get, instead of trying to write another book and get another PhD, I decided to just enjoy the quality of my life. And again, things radically changed. Things have softened. Things have become more graceful. Things have become more gentle and easy. I feel like my ambition has diminished and my fulfillment has increased. I've decided to believe that I am enough, just as I am. And I guess maybe there was no shortcuts to get where I'm at. I believe we have different priorities and intentions at different ages in our lives. As I look back on the different decades, and I don't know if this is true for you or what decade you might be in, But my intentions when I was 10 were very different than when I was 20 versus when I was 30 versus when I was 40. And now I'm in to the 50 
decade, 50th decade, fifth decade, and things have definitely shifted. But I do feel as I have continued on my journey, the intention and motivation behind what I do is not so much fear-based and external oriented as it's become more love-based and internal oriented. It's become more and more about living in divine alignment. What if there was nothing I needed to do or prove to be worthy of God's love? That has been a significant relief to be able to receive God's love and God's grace in every moment. Not uh, feeling guilty, not feeling ashamed, not feeling not enough and trying to overcompensate for some internal source of lack. Wow, doesn't that feel nice? Just to take a breath and to know you are completely worthy of love. You are completely loved. Can you relax and accept that truth? Can you receive that? And you know, sometimes in life we we make mistakes. We stumble, trip, and fall. We look back and perhaps we have a little bit of regret or maybe a lot of regret about how we've behaved in certain situations. What a burden that can be to carry long-term. And a lot of times we don't even consider these things. We don't even think about these things until we're confronted with situations in our life that are painful or frustrating or anxiety producing, or perhaps maybe a friend comes along and asks you a very pointed question and turns you inside and makes you look at those darker corners inside of you and bring light into those places. And as I've done that, it's certainly supported me in setting different kinds of intentions and attracting different kinds of people, relationships, and teachers. One of my teachers said, well, really, the intention should be, if you want to go for the highest level of consciousness available, is to live a life of peace and learn to love yourself no matter what. It all sounds really good in theory, right? Doesn't sound like it should be that difficult, right? (laughs) I found sometimes as we set intentions, we have opportunities that show up in our lives to support us in reclaiming those intentions. So as I've set an intention to live a life of peace and learn to love myself no matter what, situations have come up, opportunities have arisen to love myself through challenges. Does not go into that old habit of feeling ashamed or guilty or regret. To stop beating myself up so much. The good news is it takes less time than it used to to get to the place of self-acceptance, peace, and receiving God's love. But it doesn't mean that the opportunities go away completely. So what used to take me years to forgive within myself then became months and then became weeks and then became days. And sometimes I still trip and fall. And then I remind myself about learning to be gentle with myself, to love myself no matter what. Because here's the deal. As human beings, there's going to be bumps and bruises and trips and falls and errors and judgments and mistakes and 
dropping things and maybe running into things, maybe a little car wreck here or there, <laughs> maybe a speeding ticket. And it's easy to go into that place of self-judgment and uh, withdrawing our own approval from ourselves. And, and that's really painful when we withdraw our approval from ourselves. That really disconnects us, I think, from God's love and from our alignment. We go into kind of a constriction. But as we maybe remember that, okay, I'm in discomfort. And what was the intention? What was the purpose? What is the point? To learn to love ourselves no matter what. I found as um, I've gone into some judgment it's not easy to do a bypass and, and have it be cleared, authentically cleared. We need to be able to perhaps sit with that judgment for a little bit, and allow the feelings that um, are authentic for us to come up, just sit in that place. And if there are tears, allow them to come up. If there's frustration or anxiety, sit there in that place of discomfort. And as we sit with it, it's almost like the clouds can start to dissipate and dissolve. And if we sit with the intention to receive God's love and to love ourselves, we can sit in the discomfort, remember the truth, and it's like the sun will start to shine. And I found this to be a very helpful and effective technique when I'm in any kind of discomfort to remember the truth that God loves us. To be able to sit with ourselves in perhaps the intention of compassion and gentleness, even if we're inclined to beat ourselves up because we made a mistake. You've probably um, heard about the practice Ho'oponopono, really beautiful Hawaiian tradition about clearing and healing. The belief behind this is that all of life is a reflection of our inner state. That there is nothing outside of ourselves. It's just an illusion. I'm inclined to believe this. Buddha taught of this. Maybe Jesus even spoke of it. The kingdom of heaven is within. So as maybe our outer lives reflect things back to us that don't look pretty or don't feel good, we turn inward with the intention to clear and heal. And Ho'oponopono has four phrases. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And as we forgive, we are forgiven. As we bless others, we are blessed. As we dissolve and diminish any judgments, of others and ourselves, we create the space to receive God's grace. It's a spiritual practice and sometimes it takes practice to get better. It's not like we go to the gym one time and we are eternally fit. It's not like we eat one good meal and think, oh, my body's going to be healthy because I ate some vegetables one time, <laughs> right? It's about cultivating a habit. And um, remembering to set our intentions. So to live with intention really means 
to be more proactive in our lives, not living so much on autopilot, living more from that place of awareness to wake up, to wake up to the truth of who we are, which is love, which is light, which is the child in whom God is well pleased. To be the embodiment and living example of love. And I don't think we can really do it to the best of our ability and as effective, effectively as possible until we can learn to love ourselves no matter what. Warts and all, bumps and bruises is all, and all, mistakes, trips, falls, accidents, and all. To live a life of personal love. To constantly claim that intention, form within ourselves. Doesn't mean life is always going to be perfect, but it does mean life will show up in a way that is more friendly, more cooperative, more supportive. And especially if we can take the posture of the learning orientation to life, we will continue to grow and expand, evolve, and brighten up as souls. I don't think there's anything more important than that. A friend of mine recently asked me, Tammy, what is your intention these days? I said, I think it's to go for the highest level of consciousness available to me. She goes, well, that's a high-minded intention. (laughs) And then there have been times that I trip, I fall, I make mistakes. I'm like, God, what the heck? It seems like I'm being kept on a pretty short leash. And he goes, what was your intention again? (laughs) To go for the highest level of consciousness available to me. I want to get to the realms of peace and love and being the living example of of light and compassion in the world. But I can't really do that unless I'm willing to do that for and within myself. So consider this. Are you willing to give yourself grace? Can you forgive yourself for anything you have perceived as a mistake? Are you able to sit in the center of your heart and receive God's goodness? Are you able to be compassionate and gentle with yourself? Even if you've been clumsy, even if you've made choices that you wish you wouldn't have made. Something I really believe to be true is that every single one of us does the best we can in every moment. Every single one of us is doing the best we can given our level of consciousness. And perhaps we weren't as conscious last year as we are this year. And perhaps we're not an ascended master yet. (laughs) But as we can give ourselves grace and have compassion for ourselves, our story, and really just this human experience, because this is a difficult place to be. The laws of gravity and being in these interesting physical vehicles, this really slowed down dimension. You know, I think on some level we are spirits and we, the truth of who we are is that we are free and light, that we are love. But then we say we want to experience choice 
and be the demigods of our reality. In order to do that, we come to this experience of duality. And uh, sometimes in order to appreciate something, we have to experience the contrast or the opposite of that. You know, if we're constantly living in grace and ease and just lightness, perhaps we're not as grateful for those exquisite moments of peace and grace and ease. But perhaps if we have those experiences of tripping and falling and making mistakes, it's like, oh, yeah. I don't ever want to take that for granted. And I want to have compassion for the people that are struggling because I too have struggled and I know what that feels like and it's not great, right? So can you have compassion for the human condition? Can you have compassion for your story when you've made choices that weren't the, the best or when you've had an accident? You know, it's easy to look backwards and say, well, that was a mistake. I should have done it different. But perhaps maybe you did the best you could in that moment. And now you're able to consider that memory with compassion and set that intention to do better, to be better. And what does that mean? For me, my intention is to live a life of love to live a life of peace and to extend grace. In order to do that, I need to be able to extend grace to myself. So in this moment, I'm just imagining holding you in the energy of grace and compassion and kindness and sweetness. And let's uh, do this for a moment. What are your intentions? What is your greatest desire in life? Is it to be peaceful? Is it to be prosperous? Is it to live a life of, what, excitement? What is it that you really want? What are your intentions? Somebody said to me recently, Tammy, you, you live more intentionally than anyone I've ever known. And I thought that was such a great compliment because for years I didn't. I was just on autopilot. And I guess I was being buffeted around by the content of my subconscious mind, my programming, and uh, how I guess I thought others might perceive me. I was playing more towards the external and the audience outside of me than to God and um, my inner reality as I've made those more important and I've set those intentions to go deeper and higher, the landscape of my life has shifted dramatically and become a lot more beautiful. And it's really lovely when I hear other people say to me, Tammy, what you said really helped either on the radio show or my Facebook lives or just that you're the living example of, of kindness. That is my intention. And again, I would really ask you to consider what are your intentions? Why do you want what you want? I used to want to be famous. I used to want 
to be rich. I used to want a lot of things. And the reasons were from the outside in. Doing and proving. These days what I want is more from the inside out. I remember sitting once and I was meditating when I was like, God, I want to help as many people as I can. And he said, why? Well, I just want to be an inspiration and I want to be a light worker and I want to be a healer and I want to lift up all of humanity. And he goes, well, how many eyes do you need on you for your ego to be satisfied? And I said, this isn't about my ego. He goes, isn't it? Why do you need all eyes on you if I see you? And at that moment, I really <laughs> had a bit of a wake-up call. It's not about the amount of humans. It's about my connection to God. The kingdom of heaven is within. Allow your eye eyes to become singularly focused and your body will be filled with light. It's the ego that cares about the how much and the who's. It is our soul that cares about our connection to our higher selves and source. And I feel as I've made that more of a priority and I settle more into that place of peace within and light within and love within, I actually do get more feedback from others that my presence is helpful. And though it's nice to get the feedback, that's not why I do what I do anymore. I do what I do to glorify the one that sent me here. To be in relationship and collaboration and partnership. And authentic friendship with the divine. To live a life of um, deeper intimacy with my creator. And because outer reality is a reflection of inner reality as I have done this. My life has become more beautiful and more magical. When people say, Tammy, how did you create this life for yourself? It really is about, um, it boils down to just me taking responsibility and setting the intention to go into a deeper relationship with God. That's it. And it's um, rather interesting and astonishing how things shift around that. Not because I'm trying to make anything happen, but because I'm allowing it to happen. So just now, if you are open to this, I'd like to just do a very simple prayer. Just to invite God in more deeply into your heart, soul, to, help, to support you in relaxing and aligning and receiving more grace and peace and ease and clarity. So if that's something that sounds appealing to you at all, let's just take a nice, deep, healing, cleansing breath. And Spirit, Father, Mother, God, Lord of all creation, just now, my dear friend, my soul sibling that is sitting with us right now, I ask that you bestow light and grace upon them right now, imbuing them and surrounding them, healing them, protecting them, allowing your gentle lights and unconditional love to pour into their beingness, into their bodies, into every organ, muscle, bone, fiber, cell, and atom of their beingness. May this light gently 
clear and lift anything that's no longer serving them physically, mentally, emotionally, and allowing them to line up with their soul and with you, dear God. May anything that can be cleared and lifted in this moment, any judgment, any regret, any fear, any self-doubt, any shame, may be gently lifted to the highest realms of the heavens. And may these newly opened places be filled with a sense of comfort, home, light, grace, peace, and ease. Dear God, we thank you for this opportunity to learn, heal, and grow as souls. We thank you for the gifts and blessings in our lives. And we thank you for the gifts, blessings, beauty, and bounty that you have on your way to us now. We can never thank you enough, but we will continue to try. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. So to my dear friend, my sweet thing, my soul sibling, thank you for allowing me and Empower Radio to be a part of your day today. Just know that you are in my heart, my meditations, my prayers. Please be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com or on Facebook. And know I'm so grateful for you and I love you. May you journey onward and upward with ever-expanding love. I appreciate you. I love you. God bless you. Bye for now. Bye for now.